When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, more from Zach talking about how high the ceiling is for the Jets this season. I don't know. You know, I think as a, as a unit, you know, we feel like obviously we can go all the way, but that's just because of the confidence and belief that we have in ourselves, you know, and nobody else is going to ever think that, you know, but for us, the mindset is just taking it one game at a time, like I said, and, you know, you don't get too far ahead of yourself. Not, nobody's sitting here saying, oh, we have to do this, we have to do this, because when you start setting expectations, things just don't go well. So for us, it's keeping the same mindset, focusing one game at a time, and just let the doubters keep doubting. Again, Zach Wilson, make sure you listen to DPHO and Rothenberg. Uh, every morning right here on 98.7 ESPN. We'll continue with your calls. Let's go to Greg in Clifton. Greg, good afternoon. Welcome in. Yeah, hey. I'm just going about the Jets, uh, Jets fan. And I agree with the first two callers that you got about the Jets. I mean, there's saying that we we're going to go 0-9 as a Jets fan is is fine. Like, I, I couldn't blame you for that whatsoever. And the thing you have to apologize about, you know, is a little ridiculous. But, I mean, who would have thought this year – Based on what we saw last year, the uncertainty in quarterback, the O-line opening up like they did, you know, lack of real weapons. Uh, I mean, who, who would have thought that Sauce Gardner would come in and Brees Hall and these other guys would step up in a big way? And, and then the past couple of games, Zach Wilson was able to play a game that he needs to play in order to win. I mean, who would have thought all these things would happen and fall into place? I, I, don't, I don't know. So I don't see an issue saying we were going to be, we were going to be 0-9. I thought we were going to be somewhere around there, too. Well, Greg, I, I I appreciate the phone call. Um, let's go to Tim calling in from Smithtown. I don't even know where that is, Tim. Where where's Smithtown? Hey, it's on Long Island, Anita. Hi, how are you, by the way? Hi. Great. Uh, I want to talk about Daniel Jones and the Giants, if I could. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you think the Giants are going to do on the off season with Daniel Jones? Because I read an article that said that. If they were to franchise tag him, it would cost somewhere around the $45 million mark. And I know they're yeah. not going to want to do that. So you're probably going to end up franchising Saquon Barkley. That's what I think, I think they is should the correct do. Move. Right. I think that's the correct move, too. But I hear Giant fans saying that they can get Daniel Jones at $25 million a year. I yeah. don't think that's possible. I think so. I think so. I think, and, and Tim, thanks for the phone call. Um you know, it's evident that this Dable system fits Daniel Jones extremely well. Um, you know, there's there's a real good feeling coming out of the, the Giants uh, team right now. I mean, listen, their, their, their hiring process in regards to the head coaches that they've gone through since Tom Coughlin has been absolutely horrible. You, you finally find a great coach in Brian Dable. Um, a, a young, innovative, smart GM in Joe Shane. Um, the Giants, and, and, and you'll hear a lot of players say this, right? Like, you have to put a price tag on an organization that has excellent ownership. And the Giants are one of those teams. Like, you know, for example, uh, the Denver Broncos makes the players pay for extra towels and jock straps. Is that ridiculous? I think that's ridiculous. 
right? Um, you know, there are certain teams out there, you know, they make it to the Super Bowl. They make the players fly their, their nuclear family to the, the Super Bowl to celebrate with them. They make the players pay for, uh, d- you know, everything. Giants didn't do that. So you, you've, got to, you've got to put a price tag on a re- playing for a really good organization, a really good franchise, and a really good ownership group. And if anybody gets it, John Mara and the Mara family get it. There's that. There's playing in New York. And as Louie did point out, there's one thing I will agree with Louie, and that is Daniel Jones isn't blowing the doors off statistically um, this season. But it's not about, it's, you know, unless I, you know, I don't have Daniel in any of my fantasy football teams, but I, I sure like him as the starting quarterback for the Giants. And I, I do, and I do believe, I do believe that there are at least two, or if you could argue three games that Daniel Jones has single-handedly won for the Giants in the fourth quarter, whether it's, you know, completing a, a, a crucial pass on fourth down to get that first down, move the chains, or completing that pass and getting uh, Graham Gano into field goal range, better field goal range for him to knock a field goal in uh, through the uprights to win it, or to rush for 12 to 15 yards to move the chains. Now it's first down. Now you can eat the clock up. I want to say that there's at least three games that that's happened. So no, you know he's not throwing for 350 yards and five touchdowns a game. No. But at the end of the day, it's not fantasy football. It's about winning football games. And that's what Daniel Jones can do for you. So for me, you know, I, I do believe, I think the Giants should extend him two, three years, $25 million a year, and use the tag on Saquon Barkley. Now, it's a conversation. Now, every Sunday I'm on with Matthias Kiwanuka. Him and I have had the conversation. Matthias disagrees. He doesn't think you should tag Saquon Barkley because it's going to send a bad message in the locker room. Because Saquon comes out, has a season like this, otherworldly season, and you tag him, it's going to send a bad message in that locker room. Well, I'm sorry. Guys in that locker room need to know Dave Gettleman set this organization back tenfold. So, you know, (laughs) the Giants are, are doing what they can with the salary cap space that Gettleman left them. So there's only so much they can do. And if they want to bring back both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, they're going to have to tag one of them. And I think it should be Saquon. Just my two cents. 800-919-3776. We come back, we'll continue with your calls. I'll try to rock through as many calls as possible because we do have Cynthia Freeland who's going to be joining us at 1.30. And Carrie, I I know I said I was going to get to the Kyrie stuff. I will, I promise. I just, uh, we've got so many callers wanting to call in to talk about the Giants and the Jets. I apologize. Uh, But, you know, I, I will get to the Kyrie conversation this hour, okay? Anita Marks with you on the Saturday afternoon here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. When I sneeze, it's like a huge one sneeze where I could feel it like in my, in my gut or in my ribs, and it's just right. the worst, man. Is the worst. And that, but that's it. It's one, and you're done. Well, yeah, it's one. But then I don't know. Probably like twenty minutes, half an hour later, I got like another big one. It's like a sonic boom. It's like bam, just hits you deep. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty loud with my like. If I sneeze in the middle of the night, um, the girl who lives across the hall from me, she'll text me, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I, I'm the same way with my family. If I sneeze anywhere in my house, my family can hear it. And I'm a. F I, I think I'm in uh, sections of four. So if I sneeze, it's four oh, times. Oh, that's not bad. Four, four is good. I'm, I'm a little excessive. Like, I, my, my mind comes in multiples of like eight or nine. It's really bad. Uh, by the way, football fans, it's not too late to sign up for Cover 5, a free-to-play pick'em game for season-long fun, competing against your friends, your rivals, and your favorite 98.7 ESPN hosts, um, which Jets fans, I am not. Pick five games each week, and the best score against the spread wins $100. Join the 98.7 ESPN League with the code NY22 on the Cover 5 app and Cover5.com. Visit ESPNNewYork.com for full contest rules. Um, all right, let's continue with your calls. Like I said, Cynthia Friedland is going to be joining us in about 15 minutes. Um, so let's go to um, bum, bum, bum. Let's go to Tommy in Queens. Tommy, welcome in. Hey, what's going on, Anita? Thanks for taking my call. Welcome. Oh, I wanted to talk... Um Here's some of these Jets fans calling, and they're agreeing with you about going the 0-9. And, and I don't know who these weekend warriors are, but they are not Jet fans. Because a real Jet fan knows what we did during the offseason last year. And I think your technical analysis, with, which I love when it comes to every other team, I think you were just insanely <laughs> off this year. I think you just brushed aside the Jets. And I just had to let you know, I'm not looking for an apology, but I just want to know, I want you to know that the disrespect that you showed the Jets this year, coming into this year, thinking they were going to go 0-9, it, it was but, a little disappointing. But, but Tommy, let me just, and, and listen, listen, I, 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 and don't go anywhere, yeah. don't hang up, don't hang up. I own, I, own, I own my own analysis. In fact, a few people on Twitter have said, like, I followed Brady Quinn's league lead, I predicted 0-9 before Brady Quinn predicted 0-9, just, just, just for the record, okay? I, my, okay. My, anal my analysis is my analysis. I'm owning up to it, but I'm just saying there are a number of people out there, okay, in, in this industry that even are a lot more respected than I am who did not expect this from the Jets either. You realize, like, like yeah, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not the only... I'm not the only doom and gloom. No, not at all. And I don't okay. think you okay. are. And, I, I, and that was the thing. I think the Jets have been so bad for so long that it's just, it was just so easy to dismiss them. 
But since Joe Douglas coming in, Salah, it's it's a new regime. And only only Jet fans have are, are the ones that are finally like, finally, finally we have something. And it's it's the building blocks. Are they doing it all this year? I don't think so. But with with the injuries the way they're happening, if they sneak into the playoffs, any given Sunday, that's it. Appreciate the phone call, Tommy. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Chris. Chris, welcome in. Hi, Anita. How you doing? Uh, Great. I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to be too easy on you because <laughs> how do you analyze 0 9 after the Jets draft? The, the, what they drafted in the draft that you knew they had to be better. You, you, you sat there and said that a Pittsburgh team led by Mitch Trubisky could not beat the Jets. That's basically what you were saying. Your analyzation was off and horrible. I, 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 dis- I, 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 I disagree. I, I think the Steelers without well, no, TJ. No, no, the, but Chris, Chris, let me, you talked. I talk, let, let, let's have a conversation. Don't go anywhere. I don't want you to hang up. I'm not going to hang up on you. Okay. But, but you okay. throw out the Steelers. Okay, well, this was prior to the season. I, I didn't. I did not anticipate that in week four the Steelers' defense would be injury riddled and not have T.J. Watt. Game one for the Pittsburgh Steelers with T.J. Watt, they had seven total sacks in that game. Steelers get T.J. Watt back this week. I love the Steelers, by the way, on the money line. It's my favorite bet. So keep that in mind, right? Like, you know, you know, did, did I assess? Did I assess the possibility of of injuries? Did I assume that the Jets were going to play the third-string quarterback for the Miami Dolphins in Week 5? No, Chris, I didn't. So Listen, listen. I, listen the bottom line is you didn't look at the Jets and what they did during the offseason. That was the bottom line. And the bottom line is this. Any team in the NFL, the worst team in history, it's hard to go 0-9 because they're professional teams. You should never, never analyze a team to go 0 for the season. That very rarely happens. That I didn't say that they would go 0 for the season, Chris. I understand what you said. I thought they were hard. But, but, but every game, 0-9, teams very rarely start the season 0-9 in the history of the NFL. So that's my point to you. And with that draft that they had, they drafted the top running back, the top receiver, the top cornerback. You didn't take into account that. That changed the whole team. Okay, but Chris, but Chris keep in mind – was not being told that, that Hall was going to start. It was going to be a one-two punch, and thank you for your phone call. It was going to be a one-two punch with Hall and Carter. No one anticipated Sauce Gardner to be this good. Like, yeah, good, but this great? No. Um, I thought that this was going to be a young defense that was going to ha- have to get acclimated to the NFL. And, uh, you know, I mean, I could go on and on. Like, listen there is an element of luck here as well. Keep that in mind in regard to the number, you know, the Browns game. I don't want to go back and rehash it. I don't want to, I don't want to tick Jets fans off again, but like if, if Kareem Hunt would have taken a knee game over. Okay. He, you know, his, his football IQ was not on point that game. The Dolphins losing Teddy Bridgewater in the first play of the game or first series of the game. And then, of course, the third-string quarterback coming in, obviously that bode well for the Jets and them beating them 40-17, to, to 17, right? Like, I, I just – I think that they're that – the Jets also have benefited with, you know, the Steelers game. Tr- Trubisky was benched mid-game, and 
and Kenny Pickett came in. So Kenny Pickett did not practice with the ones that week and still lost to the Jets only by four points. So I'm just like, keep that in mind. Like, a, a, a lot has transpired here for the Jets, and the ball has bounced in their favor. Not, again, to take anything away from this defense because this defense has definitely outperformed my expectation for sure. And this defense really has what kept this team alive in games. So, um, and definitely for sure, in, in, in looking at the schedule, obviously the most impressive game was this last game against the Buffalo Bills. Uber impressive. The fact that Zach Wilson did not throw an interception um, and how that defense was able to contain and keep the Bills, that explosive offense, to just 17 points. Ridiculous. Unbelievable. So, again, like, I know, and, and I'm going to try to get every, to everybody's call. So, Carrie, Artie, Fred, Ira, hang tight. Of course, we've got Cynthia Freeland who's coming up next. But I'll continue with your calls. It's just important. Folks know, like, I don't hate the Jets. I, I, I'm far from it. Um, I really don't. I'm just, I'm honest with my analysis. The defense is otherworldly. Um, even to the point, again, I'm just, if you play fantasy football, Jets are on a bye. A lot of people don't like to carry two defenses. See if they've been dropped on your waiver wire. And even though they're on a bye, if you have an opportunity to stash them, I would. That's how good their defense is. I'm still not sold on Zach Wilson. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not. I need to see more from him. Um, I'm excited to see what James Robinson can do in this backfield. I think James Robinson is going to be an important part. I think, I think the Jets need a solid, a good to above average rushing game in order to make things easier for Zach Wilson. So those are the things that, you know, probably the biggest thing for me heading into out of this, this bye week and to see what this Jets team can do. I, I think this defense is only going to get better. They don't have the most difficult schedule moving forward. They have an opportunity of winning nine, possibly ten games. Does that get them into the postseason? Possibly. But I, I think I, I'm, for me, I'm, real, like, I'm really intrigued to see what James Robinson's role becomes in this offense uh, the second half of the season. So, uh, but again, we will continue with your calls. Quick break. Cynthia Freeland will join us. We'll talk uh, NFL. What are some of the games that she has her eye on, as well as fantasy, when we get back right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. How are you doing, Cynthia? I'm in love, completely in love. With Gordy? 
he's the best thing ever. I adopted him last Saturday, and I just, I can't, like, I love him so much. I'm in complete love. <laughs> <laughs> so Cynthia Freeland. I've, like, is, never is, been more in love with anyone or anything ever before, ever. Is it, did you, is it on your Instagram? Is it on Twitter? Do you have it out there? He's on my Instagram story right now. He's on my story right now. So Cynthia went out and and, and rescued. Uh, it, he he looks like a wolf. Is he part wolf? <laughs> you know, we don't know his DNA yet, but the like he was at a kill shelter, and Ugh. one of my coworkers was like follows and does a lot of work with this rescue and this rescue. So the rescue is called Hollywood Husky. So he's at least part husky, we think. But like they think it's husky and German Shepherd mix, and he is just. Honestly, his personality, I can't wait for you to meet him. He's just so sweet. He's just the kindest boy ever. Well, I'm going to be out there uh, the week of uh, the first week in December. I'm going to be out there for the Rams Raiders Thursday night game. So, um, so I, yeah, so I, I can't wait to see, uh, meet him uh. and, and of course see you. It's been a minute. Um, all right. Well, well, let's, let's dive into it. Uh, let's talk about the Buffalo Bills. I don't listen. Yep. You and I have been covering the league for a while. I think the writing's on the wall. I think Case Keenum is going to start. And I said this earlier on on Wager this week. I like Case Keenum. He took a Minnesota Vikings team to an eleven and three season and went to the playoffs. Oh, by the way, with Stephon Diggs, who's going to be his leading wide receiver tomorrow. So <laughs> yeah. uh, the Buffalo Bills are favored by three and a half. Uh, once the news, quote unquote, breaks, of course, if it does, that Josh Allen is out, I don't know. Maybe that line drops to three, maybe two and a half. I don't know. I still, I still expect the Bills to be favored. If if Josh Allen does not play, what are your thoughts about this matchup? You know, I'm not that worried. I know that sounds a little like I'm not disrespecting the Vikings in any way, but I think that this Bills team is pretty special. And I did spend time with them this preseason, and they do have different game plans in store for whoever. You know, when you when you hear Coach McDermott saying, you know, Josh needs to be Josh and Case needs to be Case, like that's true because the reality is, is Case needs to have a lot less pressure in his face. He's not as well adept at handling the type of pressure that Josh can. He's a different guy, and that actually could work to the advantage of the Bills in the standpoint of like a different game plan that's going to be harder for the Vikings to game plan for that and and figure out what to expect and in that case then maybe that does give them sort of like a, a quarter or two for the defense to adapt and we know that secondary for the vikings has been susceptible yeah so um I, we're, we're on the same page there uh, dogs have been home dogs i should say have been killing it um if you did get atlanta last week at three or three and a half um then you went six oh and one or seven and oh <laughs> Um, if you, know, you did not, that, if you, right. if you got them, if you got them at two and a half, then you went six and one on home dogs this week, three home dogs, Carolina, of course, which we saw, uh, not only did they cover, but they won on Thursday. Uh, you've got the green Bay Packers as a home dog against the Dallas Cowboys. And you've got the Pittsburgh Steelers as a home dog against the saints. The Steelers on the money line is my favorite bet. I love the Steelers team coming off of a bye. They get TJ Watt back. Uh, they've had 13 days to prepare for the Saints. The Saints coming off a short work week. They played on Monday and, and a pretty physical game against the Ravens. I love the Steelers in this spot. What say you? You know, that's a game that I'm sort of staying away from just because I feel like, okay, we hear TJ Watt coming back and he's like, no restrictions, no snap count. Like, is he okay? This is one that feels like I could go either way. So if you have a lean, great. But I look at it and I'm like, you know, 
the, the Saints lost Brad Werner. Like, that's a big loss for them. So, or Pete Werner, sorry. And and then you're like, oh, I don't know. So that one just that one's one that I'm like, oh, I, just, I don't have the strongest lean because I feel like if Alvin Kamara gets going, then they could just take over that game. So it's difficult. Interesting. Um, because it's 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 my favorite, uh, and it might well my best bet that. is yeah my best bet this week is going to be Saquon Barkley over three and a half receptions. But nonetheless, yeah, that's uh, let's, insane. Yeah, let let's talk about the Green Bay Packers. <clears throat> they're home. They're getting four. I already I, I went to the window on this. I got them at plus five and a half. Um, I you know I'm surprised that they're down to four. Uh, but this is a Dallas Cowboys team. They're coming off of a bye. On paper, Dallas is the better team. We know how Aaron Rodgers has been struggling. But something's telling me that this is going to be a close game. I like the under here. Temperatures are supposed to be in the 30s. I like the under here. Yeah. I like the I like the under at 44. And I do like the Green Bay Packers getting the points. I, I think this game is going to be decided by three. Yeah, I definitely am with you that it's going to be a closer one. Like, I don't think there's any way. Like, you know, we talk about revenge and whatever. Like, you think Aaron Rodgers, you said to be like, hi, welcome back. Mike McCarthy, please beat the crap out of No, 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 no. Like, it seems like one of those where – you know, you have like no like this is like a this is like that moment where Aaron Rodgers just like becomes Aaron Rodgers again, and you're like, see, like see. <laughs> so I'm with you on that. I don't know if they necessarily win because I think that defense is just too strong, and I think the Packers defense, you know, especially without Rashawn Gary, is really lackluster. So I guess yeah, but but I, I'm with you that it's that it's going to be a lower scoring game, and I and I actually think, you know, I at first I wish they would tell us like you know the the share split between Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, because I do like the opportunity to run against this team, which then reinforces that under that you were talking about. Um, early game tomorrow. Love these. 9.30 a.m. in Germany. Uh, you've got Tom Brady. And I, somebody, I, I was, I, I'm trying to, re, I, I was on with somebody yesterday, and they were like, Giselle is German. And I was just like, wait, isn't she Brazilian? They're like, she's yeah, Brazilian, but Brazilian, right? She, but she's, she's part German. Her bunchin, oh, right? Okay. Bunchin. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, chances are she's not there. But um, <laughs> but the Tamp- the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, favored by two and a half. Uh, I like the over in this game, over forty five. Here's another one. I'm sure you've heard this. I'm just I'm I'm stating this for our listeners. My favorite bet in this is Tom Brady not to throw an interception, and you could get that at minus one forty right now. Aaron Rodgers has the record for most passes without an interception at, um, I want to say it's like 4.06, something like that. And Tom Brady okay. is 30, 30 passes away from breaking that oh, record. Oh, that's happening. Yeah, no, no, no. You, I love Without it. an love interception. It. Yeah, so, so it's my, that's, uh, that's I, I've already, I've gone to the window with that one as well. So Tom Brady, no interceptions tomorrow, at least in his first 30 passes. By the way, he's averaging 40 passes a game. And I do believe he's going to have to pass the, the the ball a lot in order for them to beat the totally. Seattle Seahawks. So, uh, do you have a play totally. for tomorrow morning's game? Um, I think that what's the Leonard Fournette rushing yards number? Because I have a really big game for Fournette. I think that he'll. This is one where they got to kind of get him going. It sounds very unsexy, but you know, I think like in order to keep Tom Brady passing without throwing that interception, you got to get a little more off the run. And I think they've been really working on it. Like you saw it kind of come together the end of last game and Tom Brady was sort of taking over. And yes, it was with the throw, but I think, you know, getting in more manageable downs and distances has to be the play here. The first down has to be a little smarter. And by doing a little bit smarter, like taking a little bit smarter options on first down, they're going to be in better shape going forward. So to me, I think that all nets out to be, 
that it that it ends up being uh, a bigger day for Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette over under 43 and a half rushing yards. Rashad White. I mean, that is like over... nothing. Love that. What about White over under 27 and a half? Uh, you know, they've been working him in a lot as well. They have. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of those to me, I think, I mean, that's what, what like 70 yards together. Like that's not, I mean, that's pretty, that's a pretty, pretty, uh, that would be an interesting, that would be an interesting thing if they didn't do that, right? Like that'd be a bad day for the Bucks if they couldn't get a combined 70 yards. Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's bring it home. The Giants coming off of a bye, hosting the Houston Texans. They're favored by four and a half. The over-under is at 41. Listen, I don't like the four and a half. I don't like the five and a half. I'm a minus two and a half girl or a plus three and three and a half gal. <laughs> um, I just, this line just doesn't sit well with me. Like I, I, I do have the Giants winning, but I can see the Texans with that backdoor cover. So I'm probably not going to play this. Do you have a play here? You know, I don't. I think also, you know, low-key they're missing some, like obviously a new defensive piece is missing that they weren't anticipating. So that could mean some weird things, and I, I'm with you on that, like, last-minute situation to keep it close. I don't I – don't, yeah. But, I, I mean, I'm sure – because you already told me, you know, I was on Saquon Barkley as well prior to even hearing that you were. So it's nice that we're both on the same side of that because I think it's going to be – like when I look at my optimizer for DFS, it's like I don't know if I can create a lineup without – take one and still like have good odds at winning for the way that I do my DFS lineup. Yeah. So a few things, uh, number one, the Texans, uh, their defense is the most missed tackles of any team in the NFL. Uh, their DB, their DBs play a very soft zone and their linebackers can't cover. So to mm-hmm. me, yeah. I just Saquon Barkley over receptions, over receiving yards. I think Saquon Barkley just absolutely crushes it tomorrow. Jacksonville going up against Kansas City. Jacksonville getting nine. Nine. I, like a part of me wants to use them in like a, t- a two-team six-point teaser, tease them up to plus 15. I don't think Kansas City yeah. beats Jacksonville yeah. by by two touchdowns, Cynthia. You know, this has like the like, – like, okay, not a trap game for losing, but like a little bit of a like a trap closer game. Like that's not a – I don't know. We need a better word for that because it's not good grammar, but – you know, the, it, this has one of those things where, you know, they were just playing in prime time, and then next week the game got flexed against the Chargers to prime time. So now you're in a situation where it's like, okay, lots to look at over here in Kansas City. The Bills just lost, which puts you in position to potentially take that by, overcome, get the number one seat. Like, all of these things are lining up, so it just makes me feel like you're, like, going to be biting your nails, and at the end it's going to be, like, a seven-point win. You're going to be like, well, I mean, it's seven points, but, you know, not nine or ten or whatever it needs to be. I hear you. Um, uh, let's let's talk about the the Chargers going up against that 49ers team. 49ers coming off of a bye. Now I, I'm really excited to see what Kyle's going to do with Christian McCaffrey healthy. Um, not Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Debo. Yeah. yeah, Debo healthy. Yeah. Kyle. Um, uh, why, George Kittle as well as Brandon Eli Ayuk. Mitchell. Eli yeah. Mitchell's coming off. The, I, I mean, he like got the pieces. He, listen. Champagne problems, right? Like, but sometimes, you know, like, in, listen, like, I, like, I'm, I'm crying for him. But like, but like, I'm sometimes, crying for him. <laughs> sometimes in fantasy, sometimes in fantasy, having too many good players is is not a good thing because then you're like, ah, who do I play? And then like, you play the wrong guy, and you're like, ah, damn, I left him on my bench. So, <laughs> I mean, so like, I'm I'm really excited to see what Kyle's gonna do here. Um, I, I like I, I don't I don't know I'm having a hard time handicapping this matchup. 
You know, I definitely, for the sake of fantasy, it's, I think it's a difficult one, but for the sake of like who's going to win, I think it's like all fun. Like this one's like a really, it's going to be a fun matchup. I'm, I'm very excited to see like how it all works together. I don't, it's, I don't know where the numbers are for, you know, for all of the like individual prop bets, but I, I would imagine like that feels very dicey to me. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that one. So I'm, I'm with you. Like uh, that's not my, that's not where I'm looking for my, for my like individual matchups. No way. What's your, what's your best bet on the slate? tomorrow you ready this is going to be like super anticlimactic but Uh-oh. cole commit two and a half receptions that's the number what are you talking about of course stop you're going to have more than that against stop. the stop i'm, I'm on that you. right now go 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 to the window to <laughs> the wall to the like, yeah this exactly. is a disney program okay yeah, enough no, with the sweat go. you know <laughs> Cynthia Cynthia Freeland. Wow, we just showed our age. Uh, Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7. I've got to talk to you about fantasy. Love me some Justin Fields this week against your Detroit Lions. Um, Outside of him. Take that. Right? Oh, man. I'm so so happy for him. Finally, this offense is gelling. um, And can't wait until, you know, Claypool gets up to speed. But nonetheless, who, who, who are some of the other quarterbacks you're eyeing this week in fantasy? Okay, so for my DFS tournament, I thought a lot about this one. Not for not a 50-50, like, no. Like, this is just for a DFS tournament where you need to get disproportionate value. Let's talk a little bit about Sam Ellinger. I think he's going to – like, that, that team has a lot of, like, interesting notes on it. But that guy runs. Go look at what he did back when he was in college at Texas. It's all about his legs. So I think that for fantasy purposes, this isn't for winning games purposes. That's a total mess that I don't want to deal with for winning game purposes. But for fantasy purposes, it could be a really interesting way in a tournament to get, like, just a ton of value. Okay. That's really going out on a limb. Yeah. I like it. Are we, are we sure? Are we sure? Here. Are we sure that Matty Ice isn't going to start? Um, I'm I'm not sure, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. How about Jeff Saturday? If Matty Ice I know you know I mean, you were he you were so kind. I said I said that when I opened up the show, right? Like you know, nothing like Jeff Saturday sitting there in the green room, um, you know, and he's just like this kindest big, soul, kindest patient, bear. I know totally. I, I like I couldn't have happened I mean, to a nicer guy. I just, I'm, I'm just like, what, what? I mean, I think we'd all be a little remiss if we weren't like, this is a little weird. I mean, it is a little weird, right? Like it's, you know, there's a reason like, look, look, like you cannot like certain coaches. You cannot, you know, think they're good at their job or whatever, but like, you can't disparage how hard it is to get to that role, to get to that level. Like, you know, look like, you know, maybe people think Josh McDaniel hasn't had a good start to his second time here with the Raiders and, you know, after whatever, but you know what, you can't be like, Hey, he didn't work his way up and he doesn't have, you can't take away all the success that he's had from all the different areas from the offense to two times with the Patriots, et cetera. You know, like this, it's, you kind of can't take that away from people. Um, back to but fantasy. With it's uh, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. Uh, in, in, re- in regard to running backs, who, who do you like this week? Well, obviously I told you that, and uh, you'd have to pay up for him in DFS, but Saquon, obviously, like that one's just like so, but it's weird how above and beyond it is compared to what normally pops up for me. So that one, I, you know, another one always has to do that. I'm not trying to figure out anything that's going on in Indianapolis. If there's, you know, I know Jonathan Taylor's playing, but like, who knows? Not, not trying to do that. 
But I think you should consider Devin Singletary in this matchup with the Bills, like not knowing what's going on at quarterback. And even if Josh Allen plays a little banged up, you know, with the elbow. So I, I think that that could be a really nice pick for, for fantasy that, you know, maybe some people aren't on because they're like, oh, I don't want anything to do with this because I don't know how to expect it with Case Keenum. But if Case Keenum plays, I think more Devin Singletary as well. So even better if he plays. Uh, wide receivers, you know, you've got uh, Hunter Renfro and, and Waller that are out. So Mac Hollins could be in for a lot of, yeah. uh, right, like a lot of targets. And also yeah. with Keenan, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams out, Josh Palmer as well. Yep. Those are two guys that I'm going to yeah. be using in DFS this week, right? Love both of those. you got to also look a little deeper on the Lions depth chart. Whoever's playing might be a good one for DFS at the bare minimum price because, they, like, you know, they're, they're down like everyone and they got to pass against this against this Bears secondary. Bears don't bring a lot of pressure, so it would be a better opportunity for Jared Goff to throw to. And last but not least, tight ends. Who you got? I told you I love me some Cole Komet for sure. I also think that, you know, look, like if, if you're in season long and you're, you know, obviously, you know, we'll have to see what you – like you can't play him this week because they're not playing. But, you know, you could, you could potentially look, and some people think I'm nuts, but Tyler Conklin, too, is – maybe something to stash later and then of course if you want to take a, a flyer with a Denver Bronco Greg Dolchich is a great pick they've been using him as like the second most targets and receptions on the team since week six so they're obviously using him in Tennessee's entire secondary seems to be out of like defenses like I don't I, I think it's probably easier to figure out who is playing like that or who's you know your list of who's playing is like very little and then who's not playing is like incredibly long for that defense Love it. Great stuff as always, Cynthia. Thank you so much. Uh, in, enjoy this week and, oh, and, uh, and congrats on your new dog. Can't wait to see you in December, oh. my friend. I know. He's so cute. He can't wait to meet you. <laughs> all right. Cynthia Freeland all over the NFL Network and, uh, and blessed to have her right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, let's get to your calls uh, before we kick off hour number three. We got Joe Wiz who's going to be joining us at 2.30 with his picks and his plays. Uh, LSU up on Arkansas, 6-3. If you got Arkansas plus 3.5, well, uh, you're still winning. Um, it's obviously a defensive battle going on here. Um, hopefully uh, Arkansas's defense is taking the field right now. Hopefully uh, they won't allow LSU to put any more points on the board. We'll, only time will tell. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, you're up. Welcome in. Hey, Anita, how are you? I'm great. I mean, that Buffalo game, I mean, it's going to be hard to top that game. But can we calm down a little bit, okay? Now we're going from when we lost to the Patriots, they're all criticizing killing Wilson and stuff like that. And I understand. But then we beat Buffalo, and now it's like an assumption that we're going to be a playoff team. And they're, and they're, they're trying to, and they're calling you about the 0 9 and stuff. But let's calm down. I mean, I'm hearing things like, um, that sauce is is, uh, is better than Revis and stuff like that. 
Got it, Artie. Um, yeah, um, if if you could take the Raiders uh, over, uh, over over the Colts, um, I I think that's the play if you want to try to save the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think you go wrong with either. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Fred in the Bronx. Fred, you're up. Welcome. Good afternoon, Anita. Hi. Uh, very quickly, I'm going to point out the one thing we disagree on, and then I will tell you how you've been right on the money about everything else today. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with waiting till the end of the season to sign Jones. Uh, sometimes negotiation can be a distraction, and they've screwed this guy up for the last however many years, so limiting the distractions and seeing how he goes for an entire season, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But other than that, uh, a prognostication is a prediction. It's an opinion you have zero to apologize about. That's ridiculous. And even the guy who called in and said it was disrespectful, he gave your opinion. And it was wrong, and you said you were wrong. That's that. Move on. Uh, I agree I'm not sold on Wilson either. And as far as Beckham, first of all, he's overrated. As everybody forgetting, for every spectacular catch he makes, he drops one right in his hands. And... As far as chemistry, he's a poison. He's a cancer. How good did the Nets play when Kyrie was gone? They finally played as a team. Yeah, you know, and Fred, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you. You know, I, I want to believe that Odell has uh, has matured. I, I just think the season that he had with the Rams is is somewhat of an outlier because they were so good and they were winning. And... Um, and I, you know, it's uh, winning is the ultimate deodorant. You know, uh, you know, I, I want to. Uh, yeah. I'll, 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 I will change my opinion when it comes to Odell Beckham Jr. If he's playing on a team that that isn't winning each and every week, is not going to a Super Bowl, and and is struggling, um, and then how is Odell in the locker room, or or how is Odell? Uh, you know, I don't want to call him a cancer. I don't think he's a cancer. I just think things, the way that things went down with this organization and him were not good. Again, my philosophy is, you know, you just, you don't, you don't go back to a bad relationship. And I think, I think at this stage in, in, in the game, in his career, 
uh, a because he is so injury prone. I don't know how much, I don't know how much tenure. I don't know, I don't know how much time he has left. I think he's looking to win more more Super Bowls. And and again, he's taking a page out of LeBron James's playbook, and that is gaming the system and signing these one year deals and jumping on teams midway through the season and having the luxury and the ability to choose a team that more than likely is going to win a Super Bowl. And for me, I, I think that's the Buffalo Bills. So. I, I, that's where I, I, I do expect him to go. Quick break. We come back. We'll continue with your calls. Carrie, I'm going to go to you first, right? I'll, I'll give you my opinion on what, what's going on with Kyrie. And, uh, and Tony, Richard, Ira, I see you. We'll get you guys as well. We'll hear from Joe Wiz coming your way at 2.30 as well. Right here on 98.7 ESPN.